you want to approach your birth feeling cool, calm and confident, then you are in the right place. Welcome to Hypno What. I'm your host Claire, a doula and hypnobirthing teacher from Edinburgh and I'm here to help you look forward to birth. So let's get going. Hello pals, welcome to series 3 of the Hypno What podcast which will be coming to you weekly over the next couple of months, seeing you right through till Christmas, which is a bit weird when I was planning this out and I was like, Jesus, these episodes are going to be in December. It's a bit like we're in 2024 already. (laughs) So episodes in the pipeline for you include three new guided relaxations, as well as discussions about decision making, risk, positioning in labour and birth, cesarean birth, and we're going to finish off the series mid-December talking about induction of labour. Now, I specifically wanted to look at induction of labour in mid-December because if you have a due date around Christmas or New Year, you're very likely to be offered, maybe even strongly encouraged, (laughs) to book in for induction in the week before Christmas or the week between Christmas and New Year. I'm not going to get fully into that right now, but people, I'm telling you, it's a thing. So it's a really good idea to have thoroughly considered induction as an option so that you can work out whether or not it's the right course of action for you. Now, today's headline was a bit clickbaity, wasn't it? How to have a hypnobirth. So I'm going to apologise for that straight away. But I do think that it's a common consideration in birth and something that people quite often ask me about. My decision to actually record this episode came off the back of a chat that I'd had with a client the other week who was telling me that she wanted to have a hypnobirth. So one of the first conversations that I have with all my doula clients is around their expectations of birth. And this particular client told me that she was striving to have a hypnobirth. So I then obviously asked her what she meant by that. And her answer was, you know, going into labour by herself so spontaneous labour super quiet she wanted to be totally in control Um, she didn't want any interventions no interruptions no pain relief just using her breathing now I want to preface this by saying there is absolutely nothing wrong with that being your plan A that is a really beautiful intention for birth I love the confidence and the belief in her body that she has it's really inspiring And in theory, the majority of people should be able to have a birth like that. The vast majority of people's bodies are able to give birth without intervention. They just need to be supported to do it. And a lot of that time, a lot of the time, that support means believing that they can do it and just leaving them alone to actually get on with it. However, the issue for me lies in this stereotypical hypnobirth image. And it's often put up on a pedestal. And there are hypnobirthing teachers who teach only about this kind of birth, meaning that if your birth does become complicated or you do want to have pain relief or God forbid you roar your baby out making plenty of noise instead of just breathing through it, then and that can make people feel like their bodies have failed or that they didn't hypnobirth properly. So I want to tell you what I told her. (laughs) There is no single definition of what constitutes a hypnobirth and actually I personally don't believe that a hypnobirth is a thing. My interpretation is, and certainly this is the way that I teach, is from the perspective that hypnobirthing is a practice you can use to help you prepare for birth. And within a hypnobirthing course, you will learn tools and techniques which you may or may not use during labour to support yourself. 
But pals, honestly, hear me when I say there is no right or wrong way to do your birth and there is no better or worse. So please do not have your single aspiration for birth to be that you have a hypnobirth because a hypnobirth is not a thing. That stereotypical hypnobirth that everybody thinks of as soon as you mention the H word, you know the one, the Zen person in labour, eye mask on, headphones in, calmly, quietly breathing. That is A, not physically possible for everyone and B, it will not be what everyone needs to feel emotionally and physically safe. Some people are going to want to move around, laugh and dance, joke and sing. Some people might labour for days and decide that they need an epidural to give them some respite. Some people will just want to have an epidural and that's just as fine. Some people find the idea of listening to hypnobirthing tracks throughout labour really off-putting. Some people do quietly breathe their babies out, but others, and I would actually maybe say the majority of people, they roar their babies out. Some people need real connection with others to feel safest. They don't want to have an eye mask on keeping them inwards. Um, and a lot of people really do want the reassurance and conversation from their midwife or doctor. Plus, there are plenty of people who face complications during labour, some births that require assistance, some people need or want to be induced, some people need or want to have a caesarean birth. And that list goes on and on and on. And none of this is right or wrong. None of it is better than the other. And most importantly for what we're discussing today, all of those scenarios could be a person that has used hypnobirthing techniques during their pregnancy to prepare for birth or use different hypnobirthing techniques to benefit and support themselves through each of these birth circumstances. So please, aspire to have a birth that lights you up. A birth that you look forward to telling your friends about. Aspire to have the birth that is right for you and your baby. Aspire to have the birth in which you feel comfortable and safe enough to surrender to the process aspire to have a birth in which you are supported to make decisions that feel right for you aspire to have the birth that sets you and your baby up for the best possible postnatal experience together and hypnobirthing might be a part of your journey to getting there but that birth that birth is all you it is not a hypnobirth and you can have a you know you can have a positive birth using hypnobirthing tools that's ace go for it babes you do that you can also use hypnobirthing through your pregnancy to prepare for birth and then not really use any of the tools during birth and have a great experience. That was my own personal experience actually of hypnobirthing. I used it to prepare but in labour I just needed me um, and I just trusted my body to do its thing and to get me there. Um, you don't need to use hypnobirthing tracks to have used hypnobirthing to prepare for birth. Um, if this is your, if this podcast episode is your first toe dip into hypnobirthing and you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say hypnobirthing tools, let me, I'm just going to do a little brief run through of some things. The most well-known hypnobirthing tools are relaxation tracks and breathing techniques. So tracks can be used during pregnancy to build a really positive mindset about birth, to help you work through any fears or anxieties about birth. And tracks can also be used during labour and birth to help keep you calm. But there are also specific hypnosis tracks which can be used as a form of pain relief. Um, you can 
the foundations of hypnobirthing are understanding how your nervous system works and how that can impact on your birth and how to support your nervous system to run optimally. Honestly, learning about that will change your life outside of pregnancy as well. Um, learning about fight or flight and the physical response that that has in your body. I really do believe that's life changing. Um, and, and knowledge about birth, probably something that many people wouldn't consider a hypnobirthing tool, but I strongly believe that arming yourself with knowledge about how your body works, all the hormones involved, your options in pregnancy, labour and birth, I think that's one of the absolute crucial things that's required for building a positive mindset. Um, really helps to build your confidence in yourself, in your body, but also in both the holistic and medical options to support you should you need or want it. That's a very brief introduction. There's, I would encourage you to go back and listen to some earlier episodes um, where you can dive into different hypnobirthing tools and, and how they can impact on your, your mindset and your birth. But despite being in the name, hypnosis is really only a small part of hypnobirthing. It, hypnobirthing as a whole is kind of like sports psychology for birth. It's understanding the impact of your brain on your body. So let's get back to that clickbait podcast title here. <laughs> How to have a hypnobirth, the do's and don'ts for a positive birth. Well, we know that hypnobirth is not actually a thing, but here are some of my do's and don'ts for births. And this is just a rough guide. This is not the gospel of how to give birth. This is just things that I suggest. So do, do have a birth partner you trust completely to support you in whatever way you need. And this should be somebody that you can completely surrender in front of. Someone, and also someone who trusts you completely to just do your thing. Um, and this is so important because we really need to be able to switch off our thinking brain and let our body take over. And if you're worried about your birth partner hearing you make noises or seeing you with amniotic fluid dripping down your legs, they are possibly not the right person to support you in labour. So that's just something to consider. During labour and birth, we are at our most powerful, but also at our most vulnerable. So you really want this to be somebody who you trust completely. And do also make sure to involve your birth partner in your planning and preparing for birth. Your birth partner could be the most loving and devoted husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. They could be the best human around. But if they have absolutely no knowledge about how birth works and what their options are or how to support you, they are going to be a garbage birth partner. They will panic, they will ask you questions and you're going to need to focus on reassuring them instead of focusing on yourself. Don't do that. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to fly the doula flag here and say hire a doula. But honestly, a doula will work through all of that with you and your birth partner. Your doula is not there to support to replace your birth partner. They are there to back them up. They are there to support you both. And that brings us into my first don't. Don't suffer. There is no place for suffering in birth. It is 2023, guys. We have amazing relief options and medical teams to support you in labour, to help you rest, to give you relief if you need or want it. Please do not go into birth reluctant to ask for pain relief that you want because you think someone is going to judge you for it. If you want or need medical assistance in birth, 
please ask for it. If you want to head straight to the labour ward and have an epidural, babes, you go for it. You do your birth your way. If you want to go to the birth centre and just jump in the pool for comfort, then again, do you. You go for it. I think it's so important to check out the different pharmaceutical relief options in pregnancy so you kind of have an idea about what's available and how you feel about them so that you have an idea of what you might want when and that that just helps you cut down on some unnecessary conversations in labour. Another do for you here folks, do use hypnobirthing tools during pregnancy. Obviously I was going to be encouraging you to do some hypnobirthing work Um, and this just to help you really build up a positive mindset around birth. I have a whole episode on building positive birth mindset, so do scroll down and check that out. But just as a wee reminder here, hypnosis tracks, guided relaxations, affirmations, birth stories, anchoring, all of these things can be used during pregnancy to help you build a positive mindset around birth uh, and also to build positive associations um, with environmental tools so that you can go into birth feeling confident and not scared and with an environment that is familiar and calming for you. Fear can be so impactful in your birth. It can cause your body to tense, can make contractions more painful, which is really not ideal. It's not what we want. And it can also make you stressed and unable to switch off and surrender to the process. And what that can do is it can draw labour out. So try as much as possible during pregnancy to work through your fears recognize them talk about them with a pal and your birth partner people that can support you to work on getting to a place where you feel okay and from okay you can work up to feeling good and from from good you can work up to feeling amazing so don't feel put off if you're at a stage where you're really apprehensive or really frightened about birth because you can get to a place where you take it in like small steps get from feeling scared to feeling okay get from feeling okay to feeling good um next don't is going to be don't stick rigidly to rules that you've learned particularly about positioning all the acronyms come out with this one with positioning Uh, so there's ufo which is upright forward and open there's kiko which is knees in calves out and yes these are good reminders if you're finding it hard to get comfortable or if you've maybe had an epidural and you're not as mobile and you also don't have like the same sensation they're, they're good reminders. Um, it is generally really beneficial to be off your back, but the single most important thing for guiding your positioning in labour is letting your internal dance with baby lead the way. Think about that during pregnancy. If your baby's feet are up in your ribs, you're going to lean over to stretch it out and create space. That's exactly what you want to do in labour. You want to let your body lead the way, move in ways that help you find relief. If your body is telling you to lie down and rest, do not force yourself to bounce on a ball because you think you need to be upright. Most people will naturally adopt positions that are UFO or Kiko, but if yours doesn't, it might be because it's trying to give you a rest or it's trying to facilitate baby's movement in a way that we can't see from the outside. So... Don't be afraid to follow your body into positions that go against the birth birth prep acronym brigade. (laughs) Do, this is a super simple one, switch the lights off. A dark or dimly lit environment is a super simple hack to instantly just make the space you're in more birth friendly. 
eye masks and sunglasses are great to use for journeying to hospital and waiting and triage as well. So one of the hormones that works in birth um, to support oxytocin making contractions happen is melatonin. And melatonin is a hormone that we produce when the sun starts to go down. We normally associate it with the sleepy hormone, but we want to keep a dimly lit environment as much as possible. It's supportive of melatonin, it's supportive of oxytocin. And if we're producing those two hormones, we're producing endorphins as well. So we're getting a whole cocktail going and that's exactly what we want. And my final don't, my final do and don't, this is a don't feel rushed. Remember, you can pretty much always ask for time to make a decision. There is, there are, unless someone is pulling like a red buzzer on the wall, you always have at least a minute or two to have a chat with your husband, your partner, whoever it is that's in the room supporting you while you work out what to do next. Your midwife or doctor will likely ask you something and stand there expecting an answer on the spot. That doesn't mean that they need an answer immediately. Ask for five minutes to decide what to do. And that just gives you space to take a breath, to think of any questions that you might want to ask, as well as just tuning into your instinct. And what taking this breather to think about does is it can really help you to feel confident that you're making the decision that you want to make so that you don't just feel like, oh my God, I was put on the spot and I just did what I was told. That's not what we want. That's not where we want to be. We don't want you to feel like a bystander if complications have popped up. We want you to feel like you're in control, like you are the person making all the decisions because you are. The research around positive birth experiences actually shows us that what physically happens during birth is not what impacts on whether or not the birth is experienced as positive or negative. It is feeling respected and feeling like your voice was heard and feeling fully supported by those around you. Those are the things that really impact on our emotional experience of birth. So try to safeguard that as much as possible by creating time and space to be a part of the process if there are decisions needing to be made. Okay team, I'm going to leave it there for you today. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the HypnoBot podcast. It honestly puts such a smile on my face that so many of you listen along. Um, if you wanted to help me reach more people, a wee review or a rating would honestly, it really does make a difference to who the podcast gods and goddesses show my podcast to. So yeah, if you could do that, that would be ace. I would really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I will see you next week. Cheers, team. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the HypnoFob podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And you can find out more about what I'm up to by heading to birthingparentsclub.com. See you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.